Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And this is This Week in Skating. We scour the internet so you don't have to in order to focus on the confirmed news and updates. This episode, we're bringing you the news and updates through November 27th. It's the last episode of November for us Hard to believe that December is just a few days away, except here where I am, it was snowing. Just before we started (laughs) recording this podcast, I thought, Daphne, you were going to hear like the snow pelting on the windows because it was kind of coming loud, but it seemed to have has stopped for now. We have had just one little dusting of snow that melted quickly. However, when I went up for Thanksgiving dinner to my fiance's um, family's place, it had snowed up there enough that it was still on the ground. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's coming, Gina. It's coming, it's coming. whether we want it or not. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, and we did drop an episode over thanksgiving hope everyone had a nice thanksgiving if you are in the u.s and celebrated i should say that first but we did drop an episode with naomi lang strong on black friday the day after thanksgiving so if you have not listened to that definitely check that out um it was so great to talk to naomi and to hear her skating story but then also hear a little bit more about her culture and her family um so definitely check out that episode Oh, yeah. It was wonderful to talk to her. As I mentioned on that episode, when I started IceDance.com, Naomi and Peter were really starting to gel as a team. And so it's great all this, you know, 25 years later to be able, you know, to talk to her about everything. It was interesting to hear more about her Native American background. And... I really appreciated everything she shared with us, and I hope that our audience did as well. Yes. But I guess we should talk about (laughs) that last Grand Prix event of the season before the final. Yeah. Not only is November ending, but the Grand Prix series is now concluded, and we know who's going to the final. Correct. And this event... Sure was, Daphne, the word you used in the text message, bizarre, Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of sums up, it was just a little bit 
crazy, different. It was not what I was expecting at all. Yeah, I would be really interested if anyone predicted this event correctly. Because I'm not sure how they did unless they just threw things in a blender. (laughs) Things were just a little bit different, you know, a little bit different, a little unexpected, I think really captures things a little bit better than bizarre but it was very unexpected especially in the women's event and in the dance event yes so we'll start with the women's event because that was where it was really surprising um i will admit i did not watch the women's event live so my thought process was i watched the dance live both nights and then i got up early to watch the men live both mornings um could just way the time difference worked for me that's the two events i chose to watch live and i slept between women and pairs i did watch women both and pairs later on on a demand, but though I just chose two events to watch live and those were the two. And when I woke up to watch the men's free on whatever day that was, I think Friday. Yeah. Friday. Um, <laughs> it, it was, I looked and I had text messages from all you guys about Ava Marie Ziegler. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> so, yes, it was very surprising to see that Ava Marie Ziegler moved up from fifth place to win the gold medal at NHK in her second ever Grand Prix event. Um, her first and only Grand Prix event this season. And then last year, she competed at Skate Canada, um, where she finished fourth. And that was her first um, Grand Prix event. So, her free skate was incredible um it was just she skated so clean it it was refreshing to watch basically so gina i thought it was kind of interesting ava was in the kiss and cry with larissa selesneva who was at nhk trophy with her i don't know if there's been a coaching change or What's going on? It wasn't updated in her Team USA bio, but that's who was with her at, um, in Osaka. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see if she announces anything or who she will have with her at Nationals. Um, I was not surprised, I will say, Daphne, about who the leader was after the Shore program, um, which was Lindsay Thorngrand. Lindsay has had a really good short program most of the season so far. So when I saw that she was in first, I was like, okay. I was just hoping she was going to have a good free. Um, She had a decent free to finish in second behind Ava Marie Ziegler for Team USA to take one and two, which the facts are the last time U.S. women went one-two in a Grand Prix event was the 2016 Skate America where Ashley Wagner won the gold medal and Mariah Bell won the silver. The last time U.S. women went 1-2 at an event other than Skate America was March 1997, the Grand Prix Final, where Tara Lipinski and Michelle Kwan won gold and silver. Combined with Isabeau Levito's win at Grand Prix de France earlier in the season, it's the first time since 2015 that two different U.S. women have won a Grand Prix title in one season. 
got more facts for you here because this is how impressive this women's event was at NHK. 2017 was the last time that a women's podium at NHK Trophy did not contain a Japanese woman. And I did Anne's going down the rabbit hole and I went back to see how many times this has happened that a Japanese woman has not meddled at NHK. It's only a handful of times that this has happened. Um, it's quite impressive that a Japanese woman has meddled at so many NHK events. Um, here it did not happen and the last time that it happened was 2017. Um, I loved the hug that if you saw in the NBC broadcast, also on the Peacock um, or wherever, I think it was just the world stream feed that had it, where uh, Ava and Lindsay are running towards each other and giving each other a hug. Um, if people weren't aware, both train in New Jersey um, and they represent the Skating Club of New York. So um, it was, re again, really great to see the two of them, um, you know, enjoying the moment that they had winning one, two, um, and are giving themselves motivation heading into U.S. nationals. I'm looking forward to seeing both of them in Columbus. I also was pretty impressed with Belgium's Nina Pinzeroni, who took home the bronze medal and qualifies for the Grand Prix final. So the Grand Prix qualifiers are Kaori Sakamoto, Isabeau Levito, Luna Hendricks, Nina Pinzeroni, Rian Sumiyoshi, and Hana Yoshida. So for the women, it's Japan, U.S., and Belgium. So only three countries for the six spots at the Grand Prix Final. Um, Daphne, Daphne found this tidbit here. Just last year, Luna Hendricks was the first skater from Belgium since Kevin van der Perren in 2007 qualified for the Grand Prix Final. And now there are two skaters from Belgium in the final. So really impressive here um, to see this. And one other last thing I want to point out from the women is Mai Mihara did make her season debut at NHK Trophy. Unfortunately, she finished in eighth place, but it was great to see her back out on the ice competing this season. Yeah, she's had some injuries, so she's on the comeback trail, mm -hmm. trying to get back out there and see what she can do this season. Also on the comeback trail, Yuma Kagiyama. He actually upset Shoma Uno to win the gold medal at NHK Trophy. Yuma won the short program and Shoma won the free skate, but Yuma had enough points built up to win overall. That's quite a milestone for him as he continues to recover. I think it's pretty obvious to see some of the influence that Carolina Costner is having in his skating. And I like this partnership. Uh, both men took the last two spots for the Grand Prix final. Uh, Switzerland's Lucas Britschke, who's been having a really good season won the bronze medal. It's the first ISU Grand Prix medal for Switzerland since Stefan Lambiel and Sarah Meyer both took silver back in 2007. Funny enough, that's 2007, which is the last time Belgium had a skater in the Grand Prix final. It's been a while. It's good to see all of this playing out, and I'm really excited mm -hmm. as we build up toward 
the Grand Prix Final, which is in just a week and a half. Yeah. Speaking of that, the Grand Prix Finalists are Adam Siaohimfa of France, Ilya Malinin of the United States, Yuma Kagiyama, Shoma Uno, and Kao Miura of Japan, and Kevin Amos of France. So it's a Japan, USA, France Grand Prix Final battle for the men's event. Well, over in the pairs event for the final, it's going to be a Germany, Canada, and Italy final. It's it's interesting that these three disciplines have only three countries represented for the final um, out of the six skaters. Dance is going to be different, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Minerva, Fabian Haas, and Nikita Volden of Germany won their second straight Grand Prix gold medal. They won gold last week in Finland and now gold at NHK. In their first year together, they've qualified for the Grand Prix final. Um, One thing, watching the Paris event that I've been saying, and I, I think I've said this so many times, so I apologize if I sound like a broken record, but I am excited to see Italian nationals in the pairs event, because it's just going to be a battle between the three teams. We saw it between two teams at NHK Trophy with Lucrezia Picari and Matteo Garis. They edged out Rebecca Gilardi and Filippo Ambersini in Japan. So Picari and Garis won the silver with Gilardi and Ambersini winning the bronze. Um, again, when you put in Sarah Conti and Niccolo Machi, it's really going to be an interesting Italian nationals. So with the Grand Prix final final um, qualifiers, it's Haas and Volodin, Annika Hock and Robert Kunkel of Germany, Deanna Stiletto-Dudek and Maxim Deschamps of Canada, along with Leah Pereira and Trent Michaud of Canada, Sarah Conti and Niccolo Machi, and Rebecca Gilardi and Filippo Ambersini of Italy. So again, Germany, Canada, and Italy for the Grand Prix final for pairs. All right, Daphne, it wasn't just the women that had a surprise happen. Let's talk about dance. There were actually two little battles going on. Uh, One was for the gold and one was for the bronze. Because if you look at it, we had four of the top teams in Europe at this competition, which kind of set things up a little bit as they really haven't all been together this season. So now being together at this competition, we got to see how things might play out and how it played out might surprise you. Um, Lila Fear and Lewis Gibson upset Charlene Guignard and Marco Fabri of Italy to take their first ever gold medal at a Grand Prix event. Um, The difference between the results, it was so small, like like 0.6. I mean, it's it's very, very small. However, um, I did kind of a scoring analysis to look at how the teams, both teams have scored this season. Um, although Charlene Grignard and Marco Fabri scored their highest free dance score of the season, um, so did Lila Fear and Lewis Gibson. Although theirs was four points higher than it was at Skate Canada. Their rhythm dance score was about a point and a half difference. So it's kind of in line with what you would... 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Would expect to see maybe over a season of improving. But Lila and Lewis pretty much, you know, shattered their personal best by about six, almost six points. It was a huge, huge result for them. Lila and Lewis had never achieved a 130 before in the free dance. So this was a huge step in their career as they move forward um, this season. It's putting them up there in the conversation for a medal at the Grand Prix final or potentially at Worlds. Not really sure. I guess, um, you know, time is going to tell when it comes to this. Uh, it was a surprise to me that they de- that they defeated Charlotte and Marco. I I kind of thought after the rhythm dance it was incredibly close, and potentially it could happen maybe because the free dance scores during the Grand Prix have been kind of similar. I did not expect it to to, to really happen. But again, NHK seems to be a competition where things like this happened. Last year, we had Laurence Fournier-Baudry and Nikolai Sorensen upsetting Madison Chalk and Evan Bates. These things happen. If you looked at the Kiss and Cry, Barbara Fuserpoli, who coaches Marco and Charlene, looked surprised, <laughs> uh, probably to see the two come up. Um that was unexpected for them. It, you know, it has to be disappointing for them to, to not win this competition. But knowing those two and their coach, they're going to come back fighting. It's going to be interesting to see how this, if it impacts the results of the Grand Prix final. If this gives Lila and Lewis a boost. I will say that this is probably the best performance of their free dance that I have seen this season so far. I think they're incredibly committed to it, where a lot of fans seem to be on the fence at the beginning of the season. Lila and Lewis have remained committed to it. And it is hard sometimes for skaters when they develop different types of programs. If it doesn't get the response that they're expecting or hoping for, or maybe it's split, if you remain committed, it can still be really successful. I can think of a program that uh, Madison Hubble and Zachary Donahue had a couple of years ago that kind of got the same response and they stuck with it. Um, yeah. it, it you know, kudos to them for sticking with a concept that maybe not everyone is embracing. I think it's great that they're so committed and their response in the kiss and cry was pretty amazing when they were in complete shock having scored 130 yeah. that was a big step for them yeah and i thought the japanese crowd really liked their free dance 
More yeah. than I remember the crowd at their first Grand Prix getting into it. So, yeah. um, and it kind of made me even, because again, I've been on, I've kind of been on the fence with this program. It's one of those ones where I'm like, well, maybe I just need to see it in person to really feel it. Because it's just so different. It's not something we've seen in Ice Dance. And, um, but the Japanese crowd really liked it. And it kind of had me was like, I even thought I was like, okay, I like this. So, you know, this was, this was good. Again, not totally sold on this whole idea of a Rocky free dance, but the crowd seemed to like it. So, um, more that I noticed it more this time than at their first Grand Prix event. Yeah, it definitely seemed to be much more well-received. I think part of it might be the pop culture aspect of Rocky itself. Rocky has been kind of a symbol of American movies and pop culture. And I think that that could be part of it. I think the Japanese audience just really embraced the familiarity of the music and the performance and the elements that they put in that you know imitated the boxing but also training and Mm -hmm. i think you know the japanese audience really embraced it so i think you know that's great uh moving on of the bronze medal um was between allison reed and solius ambrulovicius and yulia turkula and Matthias versus Luis. And this went a little bit different than I expected um, with the Lithuanian team actually claiming the bronze. Europeans is going to be pretty interesting when you've got those four teams. <laughs> Plus you have the Tashler siblings coming in um, back from injury, hopefully in time for Europeans. It's going to be really exciting to see how that pans out. I think we're going to see another battle like this between those teams. I did enjoy, they they showed a part backstage where Rika Hongo and Satoko Miyahara were kind of in the background after Lila and Lewis found out that they had won the competition. It was just refreshing to see them there, um, longtime skaters, and Satoko even performed in the exhibition um, she's just a delightful skater. She's just so wonderful to watch. So it's great um, to see her working in skating in a different capacity. So moving ahead to the Grand Prix finalists for the final, which will take place in Beijing next week, Chalk and Bates of the United States, Gillis and Poirier of Canada, Bunyard and Fabri of Italy, Fear and Gibson of Great Britain, Fournier Beaudry and Nikolai Sorensen, and Marjorie Lajoie and Zachary Laga, both those last two teams from Canada. So it's U.S., Canada, Great Britain, and Italy duking it out at the final. The only other event that we had listed taking place last week is Tallinn Trophy. We will post those results or a link to those results in our show notes so you can stay tuned for that but Gina let's transition now 
into general skating news. Yeah, not a lot of news happened this week, but a couple things to mention here. The U.S. Figure Skating International Assignments page was updated to list the athletes who will compete at the Youth Olympic Games. Those athletes are Sherry Zhang, Jacob Sanchez, Olivia Illen and Dylan Kane, Kayla Smith, and Jared McPike. Because several skaters are unable to compete at nationals due to participating in the Youth Olympic Games, replacements were named. Taryn Kim will replace Sherry Zhang, Zoe Kalella and David Goldstein will replace Olivia Illen and Dylan Kane. And this is because the Youth Olympics are actually taking place at the same time as our national championships. Yes. So it's not possible to be in two places at once. So <laughs> it's great to see the list of skaters that will be competing at Youth Olympics, at least representing the U.S., I'm excited to kind of see the full list of the athletes competing, so I hope that that's put together really soon. So U.S. Figure Skating Fan Zone's international assignments page was also updated to reflect that Goku Endo has replaced Andrew Togashev at Golden Spin of Zagreb. Well, moving on to recent articles and interviews, U.S. Figure Skating Fan Zone posted an article with Mark Sandusky, about finding comfort in his own skin. The article also appeared in the October-November Skating Magazine. And Anything GOEs had an article on Denis Vasilyev's. It was by Anna Keller. And the title was, I Want to Challenge Myself. Um, Anna does such a great job with these articles, so I'm always happy to see something that she's written um, appear. Yeah, well... Some social media updates for you. Ashley Kane and Alexa Kinnearm and Brandon Fraser performed at the Galleria Dallas Ice Skating Center's 2023 tree lighting show in Dallas, and both Ashley and Alexa posted some photos from the event. Well, Aliana Savchenko has been posting some videos on her Instagram. One of them included her skating with Robin Zelkowy. You'll remember that Aliona won multiple Olympic bronze medals with Zolkoe. Um, and it's interesting to see them skating together because she did finally win the Olympics with Bruno Massot. But it's nice to see her back with Robin because I always enjoyed that. And I'm not quite sure what they're up to, but they may be, maybe they're going to skate in some shows. I'm not sure. Well, look for On Ice Perspective social media posts from Bryant Park Tree Lighting Ceremony. Jordan is going to be there. He is going to be recording Mariah Bell, Karen Chen, Ryan Bradley, Alexa Kinnearm and Brandon Frazier, the Skyliners, the world premiere of Ice Theater of New York's Jazz Nutcracker, and figure skating in Harlem, skating to live music by vocalist Alicia Hill Morin. Um, Jordan is going to be recording it. I believe it's going to air on PBS in New York. So, uh, yeah, so definitely check out his social media posts this week. And Jason Brown visited the Children's Clinical Hospital of Warsaw, Poland, and spoke with high school students who volunteer at the Ronald McDonald House. Well, there are a lot of upcoming events this week, Daphne, even though we don't have a Grand Prix event this week. There's a lot going on because we are getting ready to start the Nationals. Um, some Nationals have already happened, but now we're really getting into the swing of things. 
First event, November 27th to December 3rd, is the Santa Claus Cup. It's men, women, and dance at the senior, junior, and novice levels in Budapest, Hungary. I always love the name of that competition. They also sometimes have a competition at Halloween, and I just enjoy it. It's just fun. It makes you smile, I guess, thinking about Christmas. Yes. So November 27th through December 3rd, the Bosphorus Cup will take place in Istanbul, Turkey. It's men, women, and dance senior, junior, and novice. Well, I know our friends Melanie and Danielle are heading to Winnipeg for Skate Canada Challenge. It's a senior through juvenile, all disciplines, and that's November 29th to December 3rd. Well, the British Championships are going to take place in Sheffield, Great Britain from November 27th through December 3rd. Well, the Mexican Championships is taking place in Puebla, Mexico, senior through novice, men and women, November 28th to December 3rd. And getting started a little bit later, from December 1st through the 8th, we have the Australian Championships, senior through novice, all disciplines, taking place in Arena, Australia. That brings us to the end of our planned content. Gina, can you let folks know where they can find us? Well, you can find us at our website. It's thisweekinskating.com on social media, including the site formerly known as Twitter at thiswkinskating, and then Facebook and Instagram, it's thisweekinskating. We're also on threads. I got to remember to post there some more. We love your feedback or your questions. You can reach out to us on social media or email us at thisweekinskating at gmail.com. We appreciate the support we've received via email and social media, so please keep it coming. It's the time of year that we may do a contest just in time for nationals. Gina and I will have to put those pieces together, but it could be fun to do. We also want to remind you that we're on Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash thisweekinskating. It's all linked on our website, and Gina has given you the address for that. Yes. We like to end our podcast by shining a lens on what's going on at our respective websites. This week, I have photos from NHK, as well as Mateo's recap from NHK, and Anne's very special stories from the U.S. Ice Dance Final. Well, over at FSO, it's photos and recaps from NHK Trophy, and then I will have the Grand Prix Final Hub later on in the week, early next week. I know, I'm starting to think about my Nationals hub that's going to be built in time for the U.S. Championships. Yep, I gotta work on that too. (laughs) It's one other set of updates that I did over at IDC. We have received the competitions for the solo dance series that takes place starting in March. And our solo hub has been updated with all of that information. So you can check it out over at IDC. Very cool. With that, we've reached the end of our episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And you've been listening to This Week in Skating. Have an ice week! (laughs) 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.